Pastor Tim Cuscani of Christian Center, Shreveport Daily Podcast. So thankful for each and every one of you. And we're continuing our prophetic dream this week. As God has spoken to us about staying in our lane, as we talked about yesterday. But today, we're going to build on what he showed, which is the storm that's coming. It is coming. It's upon us even now. Let's run after it. It's all the evidence I'll ever need. Yeah. Your love is better than life. I can't even wrap my mind around it. One day, here in your house, better than a thousand elsewhere, your love keeps on running. Running, keeps on running. He is running after you, but you also running after him. We talked about that yesterday as well. Well, God bless you. It's the 18th day of July, 2023. It's Tuesday. 18's a number of life. I'm sorry. The Hebrew word for that, which is life and to go forward. That's my favorite song in Fiddler on the Roof, to life, to life. I love that song. But anyway. We're speaking into you today, life, here on this 18th day. I pray you're encouraged. Yesterday, we started with a dream I called Stay in Your Lane. Today, we're going to focus on more about it, but especially the storm part, because the storm is coming. I saw it in the dream. And if you didn't listen today, I'd encourage you to go back. I don't want to spend a lot of time repeating myself each and every day, because I'm not sure how far I'll get today. But in the dream... I, I saw the body of Christ. I saw leaders who serve leaders. I saw people on the earth. Each one of them has been appointed and given a purpose in the kingdom. God built structures for them to be successful. Their responsibility was to anchor themselves and placement in the rock and to bind themselves to the Lord and to remain in their purpose, not to come off the wall. Then, here's what I did in the dream. I saw the chaos coming, the storm coming. Both in the world, I saw it, and I saw it in the church. It was hitting both places at the same time. And then everybody started complaining in the dream and began to focus on the top leadership, whether it be the president, whether it be you know, the apostles or the prophets or whoever. Uh, anybody in top leadership uh, began to become the target because, well, surely if they were leading better, we wouldn't be in this chaos. But I believe with all my heart, the Lord is the ones causing the breakout of chaos in order to reveal whether you're anchored on the rock. Look, you don't know what works until the storm comes. We gave a dream. I shared it a while back, I believe. Uh, in my dream, uh, I saw the coming uh, storms and difficult times coming in the days ahead. And I saw this building become like a ship. And we were working on batting everything down because we knew that it was going to sway from side to side, like when you're in the ocean. So we built these structures on the floor, and we placed all the items and we uh, on the floor, and we screwed them into the ground so that no matter what the storm brought, they would not be tossed to and fro. And then it happened in the dream. The building began to sway right and left, and, and everything that we had planned for 
uh, when we screwed it down, it stayed in place. And we knew we needed to change the structure of our gatherings, even our gatherings, to spend as much time, half of the time, in intercession as we did um, with our regular activities. And so half was to be intercession and teaching people how to intercede, and that's what I'm doing for you today. And the other half be normal. I dreamed the dream three times in a row. And so I think that's a very important moment. But when I saw this in the dream, this chaos coming, everybody started focusing on the leadership rather than staying in their lane, building what they're supposed to be building. Because in a storm, if you're on a ship, think about that. Everybody has their responsibility to make sure that they stay the course and do all that they're called to do. You know, if a storm's going and the guys in the motor house, you know, who, who work on the engine, they panic and they start pointing up at the, the, the captain and saying, why did you turn us into this storm? And there you are screaming at him. Guess what? It's not happening. The motor the, is not being taken care of, which is going to be used to get them out of the storm. See, this is the plan of the enemy to get you off your mark, your race that's been set out before you, according to Hebrews 12, and to get you focused on everybody else's race. Look, the leader, top leader, whoever that could be, has their race to run themselves. Don't focus on their race. Focus on yours. And if everybody focuses on theirs, then we're going to make it through this crisis, through this coming storm. It's coming, guys. Sunday morning when I woke up, I, this is about the second time in the last month, on a Sunday morning, I woke up with an ominous feeling, something's coming. I've been prophesying it. Others have too. After I'd, I, I, I didn't hear any of them before I started prophesying. I'm not saying I'm first. I'm just saying I felt those were confirmations to me that I had heard correctly. But I knew that we were in the calm before the storm. But when the storm comes, the church houses will be filled because of people running to the church because of fear or whatever their emotions are. It wasn't like they wanted to be there, but they, they wanted to get there because the church has the answer. Amen to that. Everybody seems to find God in a crisis. They, they find him there. But so this storm was coming, and, and I want you to understand this. This is very important because the rock, Jesus, is key. And when you're tied or anchored to the rock, that means you're walking in what you were purposed for. Because when you're not anchored in that purpose, when the storm comes, what happens is you realize that what you've been putting your energy and your time for is not going to help you in the future. It's not going to help you in the present. It's not going to help you to obtain what God has for you. So you have to stay in your lane and do what you God has called for you. And in Luke 6, when it talks about that, um, when you act on the words that God's given you, he talks about that. The Lord says, it's like the man who builds his house. He dug deep. He laid a foundation on the rock. And when the flood occurred and the torrent burst against the house, it could not shake it because it had been well built. Okay, get this? So no matter what storm, I saw it coming. If, I, if I'm dug deep, and that's what I saw in that dream, I saw people who were supposed to be anchored in the foundation, which is Christ Jesus. He's the cornerstone, right? We're anchored in him. So when the flood, not if, maybe, when the blood, flood comes and the torrents of, of the storms of life, the storms that God allows to come, burst against that house, 
it will not be shaken because it was built very well. And that's how you build a house upon him, the foundation. And when you don't, when you don't allow yourself to be anchored in that foundation, Christ, and stay in your purpose, it'll be the ruin of your house. The word says, it goes on to say, that the ruin of that house was great. Luke 6, 49. And I don't want anybody on this podcast, anybody that sits under our ministry, to have their house ruined. Have their house ruined. Ruined houses occur by not anchoring yourself on the Lord and his purpose for you. If you're focused on what everybody else is doing or should be doing, more, more likely, I mean more uh, app- appropriately is put, is that then you will not build what you're supposed to be building. Because you're thinking that if somebody else who's over you or some top leader in the country, the world, is doing their job, then your life gets bitter, better. It's going to get bitter, really, if you look to them for help, but it's going to get better. In other words, you're trusting their obedience or their purpose is key to your joy and your fulfillment. It's not true. Your joy and fulfillment is in what you do, regardless of what others are doing, regardless of what leadership over you is doing. You find your joy in that purpose. That's what the Lord was showing me. And that's what this this prophetic moment is about in the body of Christ. And if we ever needed everybody at the wheel in their purpose, it's now. We are so distracted. We are so fault-finding. This partisanship that's in the world right now, us against them, them against us, dividing the nations of the world, dividing the church for sure. Uh, There's the right ones and there's the wrong ones. And in that, it causes us not to work together. Because in the kingdom, we're all parts of a body. First Corinthians 12 talks about that. It's a many-membered body, and we all have our purpose. And when somebody is not doing their, their purpose, then what happens? The body struggles. But here's the sad part about it. If they're not doing it because they're focusing on others around them rather than on what they're called to do, it's even sadder. It's one thing if they went through hardship or they were sick or they went through crises and natural beyond anything they can control, then that, that's a different story. But I'm talking about things that they can control, focusing on what God has put before them and being faithful to it, anchoring themselves in the Lord, regardless of how it is happening or what it looks like in the natural. When they do that, then what happens? They're joyful, but also when the storm comes, it will not be shaken. We prophesied 2019. I know you're tired of me talking about it, but we did prophesy that at the end of 2021, a economic crisis would hit the world, and it would start. It keep going for for quite a long time, and it happened just like we said. And 2022 is pretty rough. 2023 is rougher so far. The inflation and the cost of living and the cost of uh, supplies is off the chain. Sometimes 300, 400% increases in certain products because of the crisis that we're in. Well, we were told ahead of time. So we, what did we do? We warned our people. We warned you. And in the midst of that, people postured themselves and they anchored themselves in the Lord. They did what the Lord told them to do in the crisis, before the crisis, I should say. 
So when the storm, the economic storm came, their houses were not shaken. That, to me, is the fruit of following the prophetic and staying in your lane, uh, doing your purpose. So when storms come, it's a test to see if we are anchored. You know why they do? They, they put the anchor out on a boat anyway, a ship, when a storm comes, because they don't want the storm to toss them to and fro. Like the other dream I had, which is we bat everything down. We tie everything down. We bind it. You know, we bind it to the Lord is what we do. We bind our hope. We bind our spirit. We bind every part of our being to the Lord so that we're not discouraged in the storm. And they're coming. They're promised. They are. So, I mean, if you're a hyper-faith person and you don't believe in storms, well, I'm sorry. They're coming. You can, you, hyper-faith is, is, you need to have your faith in that God's going to help you in the storm and through the storm because they're coming. I have a real hard time with that that false doctrine, which says that there are no storms. Yes, there are. Um, and Jesus went through storms. There's a storm on the water, but what did he do? He walked on it. That's what happens when you anchor yourself in the Lord. You, you don't deny the reality of the storm. I can hear thunder outside my house right now. You don't deny the reality of the storm. You just deny the power it has over you, which is that the Lord can do this. So we set before us that race. That's the one that's been appointed for us and equipped by the Lord himself for us. And if we stay in that place and the boundaries of that place that God set for us, the scripture says in Acts 6, 17, it says that that's the place you'll live and move and have your being in him. That's where you find your rest. When you focus on other people's races, it's a distraction that will cause you to be out of your assignment as the storms come. Look, if your safety and your refuge is in him and in your purpose, and you're not in your purpose and in him, when the storms come, you're going to be tossed. And the house, that house will be ruined. It'll be great, the ruin of that house. And I don't want that for anybody. I want everybody's houses to survive. I was asked that one time as a pastor. If you could teach one thing or be assured of one thing as a pastor, what would it be? And I always said, that the people would anchor themselves on the rock so that when the storms come, they would not lose faith. They would not lose their hope. And they would survive and prosper in the midst of the coming storms. That's probably my greatest passion. So as I speak to you this week and this day, and that's my heart, is to build you up in your most holy faith, not mine, yours. Uh, I can add my faith to yours, but you must build yourself up in your holy faith. Storms are coming, but God has already given us the answer. Focus on, a, on him. Focus on the race that's set before you. Do what you know to do, and God will allow you to survive the coming storms, the torrents, as it says in Luke chapter 6. And you will not be shaken. My Lord, I speak that to everybody today. Their houses will not be shaken in the midst of the storm. It may rattle it, but Father, they're going to stand strong in what you provided for them. In the name of Yeshua, amen, amen. All right, come back tomorrow. See you. Well, thanks again for listening each and every day here on our daily podcast from Christian Center Shreveport. We're so thankful for you. Don't forget, we have so many things. Our media department is full of content. 
If you go to our app, you can download Christian Center Shreveport or our website, .com, add to that, as well as our YouTube and Facebook pages, Rumble pages. We are loaded with media, sermons, uh, prophecy, other activities that we've done for the kingdom of God. You can go check that out there. Don't forget our Olive School of Ministry. We are still taking applications until the end of the month. If you know somebody wants to be in School of Ministry, please contact us at olifesm.org. Okay, God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow.